0: Welcome to D-180, the horror movie podcast taking you on a ride. Thanks for coming. I'm AJ. And I'm Janae, And we in a new theme, y'all. August is over. It's September. I of—I was about to start singing this song. It's like, I feel like when you um, say September, you can't help.
1: Make me up with September. Sorry. Sorry.
0: Absolutely effing night I was not talking about that song. Oh, I really? was talking. Do you remember? Oh. <laughs> Girl! Wow. There's two types of people in this room. That is wild. Okay, we're just going to brush past that like she ain't just sit there and wow. Ah. Ooh Jesus. Okay. Well anyway, the new theme is pop them tags. All month we're gonna be going to different shopping. Bluey products. Don't you? Louis that's
1: products that's all
0: I be thinking of. Pop them tags, hey. Pop them tags. hey, That's all I think about when I that's why look when I thought about it because The theme had another name, y'all. If y'all tuned in to us last week, I told y'all I was still playing with it. It was going to be another name. I'm not going to even tell y'all what it is. If you've seen our park themes, you know what it was. And how could you not just be like, Louis Prada Gucci, Louis Prada Gucci. Hey, fuck them tags. Tags, polish them You got to do the foot
1: shuffle too. You got to do the foot shuffle. I was,
0: every time. (laughs) Two to the right, two to the left. Get it, two to the right. I could not help myself. Before we move on, I could not have us do this thing without bringing on the biggest spender that I know personally for this episode. If you ain't peeped the title already and you haven't seen the name, we got a little special guest here. Hi, Brittany. Hey, y'all. It's Brittany. Welcome to the park. So check this out. Brittany is a really good friend of ours. If you hang out with us, you probably recognize her voice from Clubhouse under Afro Horror. Brittany, I'm going to let you... Tell the people about yourself instead of letting me do it because you know yourself better than me.
2: Okay, so, I mean, I'm kind of boring. I really ain't got much going on, but I'm Brittany. Um, you can find me, you know, lurking about on Clubhouse under Afro Horror. I host rooms sometimes. I love to hold down the foreign, but sometimes I do domestic titles. That's normally on Thursdays, but Mondays are me and my homegirl, my little baby sister Elle's room. And those are on Mondays for Afro Horror. That's all I got. I'm kind of boring. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter. I don't remember my handles.
0: Can you hear me? We got you. Oh, of course we can. First of all, I love how the first thing she goes is it's an inside joke with Britney because her service will go out on Clubhouse. But I was just about to tell her not to short sell herself because she is not boring at all. But I'm going to have all her stuff linked down at the bottom. Her handle is where you can find her on Afro Horror. So you guys can witness this for yourself because I'm telling you, if you have not been in the room with Britney, it's a different experience for real, for real.
2: Thank you. That's what y'all tell me, but um I really think y'all be lying to me on the slick. But it's okay. It's We don't right. no.
1: Have you heard yourself give your ratchet rundowns of movies? It is hilarious. i be on mute dying laughing.
2: <laughs> no, I, I really haven't heard myself. That's literally how I think though. I'd be like, Oh yeah, this this person is straight tripping. I'm like you should have died. You should have knocked off. I don't know what's happening with you. That's literally how I think.
0: Well, I guess our survivors are about to get a little taste of that in a hot little second. But before we go, I just want to ask y'all, did y'all hang out at the mall as teenagers? Yes.
2: Unfortunately, no. Our mall was kind of um, non-existent. It only had like eight stores in it. I'm from a very small town. It left a lot to be desired. You could just walk around it and just look and be sad. But sort of, um, our mall, I would have died in our mall. Honestly, we couldn't oh, no. have hold of- We couldn't have pulled up in that mall. We would have been
0: gone. Oh no, I am from, well, y'all know where I'm from. I say it like every show, but we have a pretty large mall um, in the neighboring city. And I remember just thinking like, you know, after I had seen this movie, I saw this movie very young, but I'll talk about that in a second. But I was just like, you know what? I think we could hold up in this mall, but then again, it's Indiana. And if you're a horror fan, you just already know anything in the Midwest, it could go either way. Like who freaking knows what's gonna happen in the Midwest, but I digress. However, if you did not hang out at the mall as a teen, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I honestly feel like our generation was probably the last to really do that. Like, go to the mall on Fridays, mall movies, and if you really had some money, you might go get a bite to eat or something. You was bringing out your best clothes. You was about to be flirting with the guys and gals. Like, come on now, I'm serious. It was a time.
1: So I know that Christian and Caleb still go to the mall and be hanging out because they would ask me all the time, trying to get tickets to the mall. Or I'd be like, oh, where y'all going? Oh, we're going to the mall to hang out with our friends. And then we're going to the movies or we're going to the mall. And then there's a main event right there. So they definitely did mall and movies. Well, that makes me happy to
0: hear. That makes me very happy. But before we go on with this little conversation, because I could go on and on about the mall stories. Let's get into our price recommendations. So, if you liked this movie, Dawn of the Day. oh, first of all, we didn't even, (laughs) I didn't even tell you what we was talking about. We're talking about Dawn of the of 2004 by Zack Snyder. But if you liked this movie, then you would definitely like 28 Days Later that came out in 2002. And I'm on the street, John Day, I have two movies. If you enjoyed this one, you'll also like The Crazies from 2010, which is another remake of a George Romero film.
2: So, two Romeros. Brittany, do you have any park recommendations? I do, so if you like this movie, I would say um, if you also like Tina, you know, read subtitles because that's in there. You should watch Train to Busan and then this is not a movie. This is a show but you should also watch Kingdom. Um, I got you L. I mentioning this show and hold it down for the queen in the show because she is the best. You will hear me rant about her at all times but this, she, she deserves all her flowers. Every single last one of them laid at her feet because she is amazing in this show but you should watch both. Okay.
0: I really like Train the Busan. I'm telling you, nothing will ever be like your first watch. I'm
2: not going to get into it,
0: but nothing. Because will ever. of Big Daddy.
2: Big Daddy is the reason why you love Train the Busan. You got to give it to him. He was amazing. And Sweet Baby Angel. Yes, I was about to say, don't
0: forget Sweet Baby Angel. Come on. Big Daddy was it, but Sweet Baby Angel just. Okay, we not about to get started with this. We can't just move right along. <laughs> so what I was gonna say earlier is, you know, my first experience with this Dawn of the Dead movie, I was twelve. My mom swears up and down she does not remember, but that's fine because she does me like that all the time. Y'all know my mom worked at Walgreens, so she was always bringing home DVDs, CDs, and the like. And she brought home Dawn of the Dead, and she was like, you know, we are gonna watch it, girl. Listen, that opening scene took my little 12-year-old butt out. I just was like, why am I watching this? Like, what is going on? What's happening? I know I said I like spooky stuff, but this, cause I was just like, for me, I was just like, this might happen.
2: Like what the what are we about to do? We live in Kerry. You know, I can't really tell you when I first started watching this movie. Um, my badass we had direct tv i don't know how fucking old know what i was but i know we were i was about like between eight and twelve that little age right so give me about four years in between there and i was like okay i'm gonna watch this it seems good because i was all about horror you couldn't tell me nothing so i was like okay this is great i fucked up and watched that movie y'all and this is one of the first and only horror movies that truly terrified me i was i'm scared because i didn't know about the um i didn't know about the original had no clue that that existed. And I was like, oh my God, zombies can run. This movie fucked me up. They listen. were hauling ass. They were. Listen, <laughs> listen. And I'm like, okay, of
0: course we had 28 Days Later, which came out in 2002, but I didn't see that first. You know, the zombies are fast that now, but I didn't see that first. This, I was just like, see, oh, hell no. That's not gonna work out for me. Johnny, was this your first time watching this? yes it was
1: (gasps) and honestly I don't know like okay I am very familiar with the movie I have seen the trailers before I knew who was in it mainly I knew Ving and Makai was in it but I don't recall ever watching it. So especially like, I know I've seen it on TV, especially when you're scrolling through the Verizon Fios menu and especially Comcast menu say Dawn the Day and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. But I never watched it. So this is my first time actually watching it.
0: Also, by the way, survivors, that was a good guess, not a shocked guess. I just want to let y'all know that I just, I'm curious to know what she thinks, as we all are, because we are always trying to figure out what Johnny thinks, because y'all know, (laughs) she just be very cryptic, so we don't be freaking knowing. But anyway, this is actually Zack Snyder's directorial debut, and to be honest, I'm not gonna hold you, it's not that bad for his first time. You know, like I said earlier, this is a George A. Romero, AKA the God Daddy of Zombies. This is a remake of his original film, Dawn of the Dead, that came out like in 78. And he even says, like, it was better than I expected, but he did, you know what? I'm just gonna read directly what he said. I'm not gonna big it up like he just had all the high hopes to say. He actually said it was better than what I expected. The first 15, 20 minutes were terrific, but it sort of lost its reasoning for being, it was more like a video game. I'm not terrified of things running at me, you know? It's like Space Invaders, there was nothing going underneath. But I mean, I mean, you know, you gonna feel how you feel. And I respect your decision, but it is what it is. So there's a regular cut and an uncut. Johnny, which version did you catch?
1: I think I watched the uncut only because I did one of your moves and I found it somewhere because it's not playing anywhere. So I found it and the version that I found was an hour and 49 minutes. So I think I saw the uncut one.
0: Yes, that's uncut. So we all watched the uncut. I just wanted to see. And I mean, honestly, to be honest, just like Johnny just told you, it's just an additional nine minutes and you get a little bit more gore, more blood and slight character development. It's just slight moments. If you've seen the regular version, I've never seen the original version. My mom brought home that uncut version. I've seen it all. But, you know. It's just like little slight nuances. And of course, we'll be telling you that. So actually, this movie, they decided, y'all know I love telling this. They decided to take the Wes Craven approach before sending this off to the MPAA, which is do the most off real, Just bloody do whatever, just overdo it. Because when they send you back, they're going to be like, okay, you got to cut some of this down. And that way you get to keep some of the blood and gore. And I feel like it worked out because this movie did not hold back. I love
2: blood. I love it. You know, they had a little blood part for this movie. They had yes. it rolling around because they had so much blood in it. In the beginnings and the ending scene, they actually used real human blood for it. That's how much yes. blood they yeah. used in this movie. I was like, damn.
1: That's actually concerning that they used human blood, but.
2: He probably just went to a little blood bank got a couple bags or two and just kind of flicked it around everywhere he just played Dexter for a minute that's all and that's just what I'm saying batter. see
0: that's not the thing the thing is I want to know where did the blood go like did it go on some humans was it just background fodder because if you just smeared it on the walls then I'm cool with that but I would hope that nobody actually interacted with the blood that's that's different.
1: what I'm saying yes <laughs> and then you know blood after
0: a while it starting to smell okay turn brown it's just all types of things going on
2: but y'all put this visual in my head now of coagulating blood see i mean you know you gotta take (laughs) you on a ride that's what we do
0: (laughs) so producer eric newman you know he came up to richard rubinstein who was the original producer to the original movie who also held the rights and you know as he should be he was very protective over people trying to do remakes y'all know this was the era Return of the Remakes, no pun intended, but this was coming. And he was just like, you know, nobody really had anything going on until Eric came around. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a little cool. I guess we can go forward with this. And then you got James Gunn on the screenplay. And if you don't know him, how not? Guardians of the Galaxy series. Suicide Squad series. Still haven't Suicide
2: Squad. I love Suicide Squad. You should watch it. It is my favorite. You will be geeking at Weasel. That's all I'm going to say
0: is one other one that he's in that I'll mention a little bit later. But what James Gunn decided to do was take the original concept of the movie and you know, take it another way and put on more than what was already done. So this kind of makes this movie a reimagining versus a remake. But I mean, you could say what you want. James Gunn is only partially responsible for the screenplay though, because he ended up leaving the project to go do Scooby Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. And Okay, I know a lot of people don't like that movie. I like that movie.
1: What? I like Scooby-Doo. I like all of them. Yeah, it's people
0: that don't like it. Like the one, like the, um, I cannot think of the word. The live animated. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say.
1: live action?
0: Thank you. That A word. It, It wouldn't come out. It was just, you know, brain dead. Zombies. I'm just, my mind is taken over by zombies right now. It's just not coming out. I like the scooby-doo movies so i'm just like to hear people say they don't like it i'm just like oh okay well whatever but anyway i'm points. questioning their judgment i love scooby-doo thank you so when he left they had michael tolkien and scott frank they was coming in they had to do some rewrite and you know i'm gonna put all this stuff at the bottom because this is this really cool documentary it's about an hour and 50 minutes and y'all know I sat there and watched that whole thing, but it tells you everything you need to know. So this mall in particular was located in New Zealand, right? And what happened is they kind of got lucky because it was already gonna be set for demolition. And they was like, well, since we don't tear it up, we just gonna let y'all use it, whatever. But then the crew had to actually tear the mall up because none of the stores in the mall wanted them to use their like store names. It was like, we don't want our names in this. Like Starbucks backed out. Like, you could have been.
1: I heard some haters.
0: Exactly. But the only people who didn't back out was Panasonic, which you can see like all the product placement with the walkie-talkies and all of that. And this other store called Roots. I'm not too familiar with that one, but I think it's like a clothing store or something. I don't know, somebody can look it up, but I don't know what it is. You
2: said Roots, Ashley? Yeah, it's called Roots. I- I want to say that name was a callback to the actress's name in the first movie, if I'm remembering correctly. Like they put a fake name for the clothing story in there. That's the and um, Galen Ross one. Yeah, that's the okay. Galen Ross story. Yeah, I caught that. Okay. One. Well, you know they name they names um they all their names sound the same to me, so my bad.
0: Right. No, you good. Yeah. But um the next thing is the zombies. Now look, Natalia, if you're listening, this is why I don't mess with zombies because like I said, this movie messed me up but one thing i did like about the zombies is because you know in the opening scene of the movie there you know you see these look like regular people that just get hurt but then as we move on their look kind of gets very interesting and the thing is we have nobody else to thank but david l anderson and let me fangirl a minute aka heather Langing camp aka nancy M F and Renee Thompson best known as the best final girl you ever did see it's her husband you know they married so he did the effects but I just had the hype up Nancy real quick because I mean her name is in the credits so she was working too but anyway <laughs> the thing the only thing David was kind of worried about was handling Vivian and the little baby, because when it came to Vivian, he was like, oh, I'm gonna traumatize this little girl. Like, first of all, y'all seen how Vivian looked in this movie, like, that shit's me, okay? So they was like, well, I don't wanna scare this little girl, but it turns out that Vivian actually had prosthetics done before, like, she had played an alien in some other movie. Like, she was like, okay, I'm not phased by this. And then with the baby, they were concerned, like, if the makeup or anything was gonna, like, trigger allergic reactions. So what they ended up doing was just using baby food and smearing it all over the baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's hilarious. But,
2: <laughs> I, I just, know. I'm just like, got can the you baby just a all dirty. Day? Right, just <laughs> a dirty little <old> baby <laughs>
0: in there with like peaches and stuff all on their body. i would be like, oh wow. <laughs> Earlier, I was talking about the stages of the zombies. So like during the first half of the movie, or not even half. Let's split this in threes. The first part, like I said, they just look like, you know, they just get messed up a little bit, like somebody just got into a fight. The second part of the movie, they kinda like they don't have no skin color. Like we don't know if they black, white, like we don't know what they are. They just look really bruised, like some bananas that've been sitting out way too long. And then towards the end of the movie, they look like something out of thriller. And I was just like, wow, the attention to detail. (laughs) Also, I mean, I might as well just say it since you did it. The day of recording is Michael Jackson's birthday. So everybody just take a second. Tell the king happy birthday Mm, as you should. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Last thing with effects, the CGI in this movie is wild. It's not even bad. And I like, you know me, I'm not ever trying to clock it. But I was just like, when they showed me what was CGI and I was like, are you kidding me? That was all CGI? I didn't clock
2: it.
1: You don't have to tell me which parts of CGI, because I was just engrossed in the movie.
2: You got to tell me too, because I was like, this got to be special, like regular effects, I didn't think it was like CGI.
0: One in particular that really got me, when Anna runs out the house in the opening scene and she's looking at the neighborhood and like the guys getting attacked by the zombies and the house is on fire, the ambulance, all of that, all of that is green screen she's standing in front of the block she's standing in front of a green screen with just the car right there and i was like wow i did not clock that usually i clock that and i did not clock it Nick. i did not let me hit that kathy bates <sighs> <laughs> kathy. <laughs> i think another one okay another one is like in the news clip scene and it's like some people standing in front of the white house before the guns go popping off the white house that, they was not standing in front of the White House. That was a green screen. And well, I of guess course I knew that they not in
1: front of the White House.
0: Well, I mean, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. You you have a good, very good point right there, yes, you're right. But I just, I don't know. I guess I just wasn't thinking about that. Because I'm like, well, I mean, it looked fine to me. I was like, I would have bought it. But, yeah, even, like, obviously some of the explosions were CGI. And, like, even then, I don't know, I just didn't clock them. But even the way they had to do the zombies, they only had... Two hundred and fifty zombies on set. So what they had to do, and once again, you'll see this in the documentary is like they had like a green screen set around them and they had them stand in different areas of the parking lot and then like they like digitized it and made multiple so it just looked like a bunch of people. I was like, Wow, you can do this on computers? That's crazy.
1: I mean <laughs> I mean, I know you can. you can do it. Yeah, person. I'm like, I
0: know that, but I'm just like, I guess the thought process behind it. Cause I mean, you could have fooled me, but I mean, I watched Michael Jackson's, uh, this Is It video when they had the 11 dancers and they turned it into 400 dancers. So I mean, it's the same concept, but just seeing it, the, see you got to watch it in a documentary. Cause the way they do it is so clever. And you're just like, wow, like, look good to me. I would have never thought, but. Last thing, before we wrap this up, let's get into this cast. We have Sarah Polly as Anna Clark, Ving Rames, or, I mean, you could call him Mel Ving, you can call him Holiday Heart, from the Mission Impossible franchise that's actually, me and John Nay just found out another movie is coming out. Why?
1: Yo, he's currently filming 7 and 8 right now. Like, I, I just, I just... <sighs> you gotta get that money. I mean, I understand. But y'all know how I feel.
0: (laughs) Just taking it out on all the franchises. At first I thought you was just having a thing with horror franchise, but I see you got a vendetta against
1: all franchises. You just like,
0: no. Cause
1: once it gets to a certain point, can we just wrap up the story? I swear, (laughs) I
2: ain't never seen Mission Impossible and I can pretty much tell you I'm probably never gonna watch it, but I do gotta agree. Like let let it die, like one example, Fast and furious. Hello. It should not be Hello. going more. Thank you. Oh my God. Woo. Let it go. Put just tuck it away, put it to bed, and stop making movies. Thank y'all you. got spin for spin-offs. At this exactly. point in time, y'all are just trying to take all of the fans' money and they are giving it to you. They are happily giving it to the little greedy people. Shame. This is you why don't... I love,
0: Brittany. I was about to say you don't understand how happy. You made Johnny in that moment.
2: (laughs) but I understand maybe going to two and three, but once you hit the six, seven, eight, when you're looking at 10, come on now. You just need to put this to bed. Now stop it.
1: If Scream goes any farther than five, I'm gonna have a problem. And y'all know I love Scream. It's my favorite franchise. But if they go any farther? You know you
2: went too far when you go to space. That's when you know the franchise has went way too far, whatever they're doing. But you have no business in space, okay? None.
0: Mm-mm. You know what? I'm done <laughs> <we're>
2: with both of y'all. <laughs> uh, the stars i made is where the plane takes me. And that's where y'all should stop it, okay? Just, just stop. It's not the sky's the limit with these movies. Please let it die. <laughs> Okay, y'all. Bing Rain,
0: before I made everybody mad and sent them on a tangent, (laughs) Bing Rain plays Kenneth Hall, which is actually an homage to the original, which is, you know, Ken Forey was in that one. Then we have Jake Weber as Michael, Michael Kelly as CJ, Kevin Zeggers as Terry, Lindy Booth as Nicole, Mackay Pfeiffer, Smell Fummy Daddy as (laughs) Andre.
2: Listen.
0: I ain't even got to tell y'all his track. Y'all know Makai Pfeiffer's track record. And if you don't, you need to go look it up and educate yourself. The boy is mine. Expeditiously. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Then you have Ina Korokina as Luda. First of all, every time they said her name, I kept going,
1: Luda. (laughs) No, my God.
0: (laughs) I'm ignorant. I'm sorry. Ty Burrell. Everybody knows. How you don't know Ty Burrell? I love him. he's just, and he's so good in this movie as Steve Marcus. Michael Berry as Bart, Jane Eastwood as Norma, Golden Brooks as Alina, Boyd Banks as Tucker, Artie Reed as Glenn, Kim Poirier as Monica, Bruce Bone as Andy, and Matt Frewer as Frank. But you know what, we've spent a lot of time here, so I think it's our time to hop up in this queue line. Y'all ready to bounce? Ready. I'm ready. All right, y'all, let's go. Howdy survivors, please keep your tips and limbs inside the vehicle and remain seated at all times Hang on to your personal belongings, especially your minds and spines Cause this here is a wild ride Okay guys, so I feel like I really tortured Johnny last week in the Q line did. So I'ma take a chill pill <laughs> But um... It, I have something else that I made up. And you know what? It's okay. Like, I'm you fine.
2: know? <laughs> I have It's a okay, question. John a. I mean...
1: Brittany, did you hear I'm, last week's episode? She tortured me.
2: It's, I'm, I'm here for you, Johnny. I'm here for you here and now. It is, Brittany's here for you. Don't worry.
1: Oh, she's torturing you too.
0: I'm ready for it. I have a question for the both of you. I mean, I'm gonna be answering the question too, but I've had time to think about it. Y'all don't, that's the difference. All right. If you were in the midst of a zombie outbreak and was fortunate enough to make it to the mall, now because I'm chicken, I'm telling you right now that the mall is purge secure, like we secure in this bitch, okay? You got 90 minutes to walk around the mall for supplies and then you have to choose one store to reside in. Of course, you'll only come out for, you know, designated times to eat, so you know, you'll be fed. But what stores are you hitting up? and what stores are you posting up in? Do you want me to go first or do one you of you guys want to go first?
1: I'll go. So I'm hitting up Victoria's Secret because I gotta have underwear. I'm hitting up Bath & Body Works because, actually no, not Bath & Body Works. I'm going to the body shop because, you know, cruelty free. Um, I'm going there to get my like lotion and stuff to shower with because I'm gonna find somewhere to take a whole bath if there's no shower. Um, I'm probably gonna need some clothes. So I don't know which store I'm gonna go to that has clothes, but I'm going somewhere that has practical clothes. So whatever store in the mall has practical clothes at that point, that is where I'm going. I gotta make sure I have some running shoes. So I'll probably go steal some shoes from Nike real quick. Um, what else do I need? Probably if there's a Dick's at the mall, I'm probably gonna go dick Dick's Sporting Good. Give me a bat. What else am I getting? A metal bat at that, not a wooden bat, a metal bat. Um, where else am I gonna go in the mall? You already said that we could come out in intervals to eat, right. so I'm not gonna go. Well, actually, fuck that. I'll probably go get some snacks from somewhere because knowing me, I get hungry at night. Um, So whatever store has snacks, I'm going to a snack store. Uh, What else? Boom, 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 boom. What other stores are in the mall? This lets y'all know I don't go to the mall like that. Um. <laughs> What? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of my mall. What's in that mall that's closest to me? What is in there that is worth anything? There's no weapons at that mall. So besides, and there's not even a dick, but the mall that we're stuck in has a dick, So I'm going to get a metal bat. Well, I don't know where else I'm going to get any other supplies. Oh, I'm going to, um, Dang, it's a furniture store. That's where I'm gonna go post up. It's uh shit, what's the name of that furniture store in the mall?
0: Time out, time out real quick. Carpenter Queens, y'all heard what she said. Make sure y'all keep a tab on that. And I'm not gonna tell her why, but make sure y'all remember she said that. Okay, continue.
1: Then I'm posting up in a furniture store? Yup, Nick, remember
0: she said that. <laughs> survivors you too if y'all know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about but cody you probably figured it out too so remember she said that continue
1: z gallery i'm posting up in z gallery
2: okay y'all so first and foremost oh how, you said i got 90 minutes 90 minutes yep all right so i bet y'all already know what size she wears so she going to macy's and she gonna get her a wide assortment of clothing because let me tell you Just because there are zombies outside gnawing at each other and other people doesn't mean a bitch can't dress. I will be dressed up the entire time, and I will look how I looked at home. I am most comfortable in clothes, and so I will be wearing some nice clothes. But that's only 10 minutes, because like I said, I know what size I wear. So I'm going to get something, drag it on down the way. And then next, we're going to stop by some type of store that sells an assortment of weaponry. When I tell you I need knives, I need guns, I need ammo, and I need a couple bats, because I need to make sure that I have things that jam and don't jam, and I need a lot of them because you know sometimes guns jam, and you know you can you know tap on that magazine, pull the trigger, pull the firing pin, do whatever you gotta do. Not the firing pin, take that part out. You can tap up, you can tap up on the magazine, and you can do a couple things to try to fix it, but you know I to discard it and just get to the next one. I have no time to fix. It. So I'm going to get a couple of those. And then, um, let me see. I'm going to hit up dicks because I need some shoes to run in. Because even though I'm dressing, I need to wear sensible shoes. That is rule number one. Always wear sensible shoes. So even if I'm dressed to the nines, from the, you know, ankles up, down on the bottom, we got some running shoes on. Because who's going to judge me? The zombies? They can't even think straight. So I'm not worried about it. Now, where am I going to post up at? You know, I was going to say dicks, but then I thought about it. There's really not shit in there for me to, like, find something to do. Um, I'm going to find a bookstore and I'm going to hole it up in the bookstore so that way I can read to my heart's content. They have little snacky snacks in there. And I'm also going to make sure before I hole up that I go to like the sleep number store and steal one of the mattresses. You know, reallocate. Whatever you want to call it. So I have somewhere comfortable to sleep. And also bookstores normally have more than one level. So I just need to block off the stairs and I'm good. I have secured where I'm going to stay. Mall secured and where I'm sleeping is secured and you best believe I got a couple booby traps hanging around in case you want to come say hey you just might want to warn me first or you might not thank you not my fault yeah okay
0: well I guess that leaves me and y'all know I'm extra so you know buckle up get ready so here's the thing I'ma start with this before I tell y'all where I'ma post up I'm gonna go to the electronics store. I'm gonna get a desktop, a laptop, a TV, some DVDs, some chargers. I'ma go get the Sims and some expansion packs. Um, I'm also gonna get like some extra security cameras. Granted, the electricity doesn't go out. So that's one thing we have to worry about, okay? Because I have to keep myself entertained. And if I get all of that stuff, I'm just like, you know, I'm good.
2: Shout out to the Sims
0: exactly i'm like i know and if you know me and if i know any of my survivors that's real out there y'all know we mess with the cc on sims so i definitely got to have that then i'm hitting up the beauty supply store because y'all know me one thing about me my hair gonna be done even if it's just some straight backs to the back back it's going to be done. So we're going up in there. Definitely going to the Sleep Number Store to get a nice little quality mattress. And in this case, I'm not even going to be bougie. I don't even have to have a headboard. We just have a mattress. It's a zombie apocalypse. Who is judging at this moment? Y'all know them little random legging stores that be around? I'm going to raid the entire leggings store and take what I need because we're not doing anything anyway. We only gonna be seeing each other when we go eat. So I ain't gotta look that cute. I can just be cute, cozy, and comfy. And then last, I will hit up the bookstore. Sometimes the screen might hurt your eye. So I just wanna switch over to a book. And now here's the thing. As far as about where I wanna pull up. I have two places because I'm just like, I don't know. My first choice is a either a sports equipment store or like a place like bass and pro shops because they have hunting gear so that means there's going to be ammunition and but it's going to be all types of things up in there that i could defend myself with and nine times out of ten maybe in the back it'll be like some i don't know like some wood or some display something i can board up the windows with because the thing about a department store is it's probably like a main entrance right and being in those types of stores, you just got to be on high alert because you got so many entrances and exits. So you got to board all that up. So if I'm in a store like that, I don't have that problem. However, I would also want to post up in Burlington. If you know me, y'all know Burlington is my favorite place because everything is up in Burlington. I ain't got to worry about clothes. If I just want to look cute one day, I ain't got to worry about makeup, hair stuff, pajamas, shoes furniture and they got snacks they got water bottles they got cologne and perfume everything is up in burlington and i can just you know i feel like i would be fine in there i just don't know it's just a toss up but if i don't go to like the sports and equipment store i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to actually you know run up in there and arm myself but
2: that's what we doing with that. Y'all, yeah, I would be happy though. Happy as hell in a zombie apocalypse trapped in a mall. You know how many clothes I get to wear? And I don't have to buy them. And that's
0: what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. The mall is like literally the perfect place because you can literally just, you know, Shop around, you can discover some new stuff. That one store that you always pass in the mall that you never thought about, go check that out real quick. And like I said, this mall is purge protected. So at the moment, even though I did say earlier, you got to worry about the doors just in case, you know, something might short circuit and, you know, things happen. But it is what it is. Survivors, I want to know where y'all would post up in the mall. Or, I mean, what things do you think are essential to surviving the zombie apocalypse inside of a mall? You can let us know over on our Twitter, and then we'll get back at you on there. But for now, I think it's our time to get up on this ride. And when we come back, we'll be talking about 2004's Dawn of the Dead. Hey,
2: Vivian. And I look, I can go backwards. Let me see. Hey, that's amazing. Hey. Hey, you.
0: Vivian, honey, are you okay?
1: Officials have declared a state of emergency everybody they kill gets up it and kills. Residents are advised to find a safe place and stay there.
2: I've just been informed that we are going off the air and switching to the emergency broadcasting system. Look up the road, there's a lot more of them. Why are they coming here?
0: Maybe they're coming for us.
2: sooner or later they're gonna get in here. Our oh, baby's here oh, before. It's only a matter of time. It's coming. They'll find a way in.
1: Oh, God.
0: I, I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, we did House of Wax. We did, I'm trying to think of all the movies we did in, like, the early 2000s era and what those commercials look like. This one, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how I feel about it too much.
1: I thought it was interesting that the trailer cleaned up all the blood off Homegirl before she got in the car, and it cleaned up zombie kid face in the beginning. What version you watch? Mine didn't look like that. Oh, the trailer I watched did. I don't know. face was messed
0: up when I seen it. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. like, it basically, the one I watched basically showed you a mini version of the opening scene. But it was, like, well, past that. But it
2: yeah, was more it, to it. But, yeah. It showed you the, the night and day one. Well, night yeah, and Yeah,
1: like, but see, my the one that I watched, is cgi the blood off of Homegirl when she's standing outside the car in a CGI zombie girl face to make it look like her face was normal.
0: Hmm.
2: I wonder what that was
0: about.
2: Yeah, the one I watched was the same way. Like, she was strangely clean when she ran outside. There was nothing on it. Yeah. And, you know, I don't used to... I don't think old buddy was in the
1: street. And then even when they got to the mall and, you know, they standing in the mall and like the group, she, her blood wasn't on her clothes. It was white and gray because they CGI'd the blood off her clothes. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, my commercial. My commercial. Oh, my trailer wasn't like that, huh? Well, (laughs) maybe that's why. Cause mine basically, like I said, it was just a mini version of the opening scene and a little beyond through the rest of the movie. But it had title cards of like the movie's tagline going through it as well, like in black card. So yeah, I don't know. Well, I had a very good time doing my deep dive on this movie because it was a lot to watch on this one. But we start our movie with Anna, who's finishing a long shift as a nurse. She has one more task of finding a patient who for some reason had a head scan despite only coming in for a bite on the hand from a bar fight. And first of all, let me tell you something. This doctor is a butthole. First of all, she was supposed to be off an hour ago. All my nurses out there, all my people that work in the medical field, my heart goes out to y'all because I know my sister is a nurse and I just know she be telling us how they just be doing. And I appreciate what y'all do. But I'm just saying that doctor, he was like, you need to go find that patient. I'm like, baby, I'm off. What you mean? Well, anyway, returning to her suburban neighborhood, she greets her neighbor, Vivian, and her husband, Louis. Time out now. Was anybody else bothered by the fact that she didn't change her clothes before she got into the bed? Like, since you work in a hospital, those scrubs—they don't need to
2: touch your sheets. She was nasty. That, but I mean, I'll get into in a second how nasty they really are. But that's just how they are, I guess. Cause um, you no, know, even if I go outside and outside air, they ain't touching my big sheets. So I don't know what's happening yeah. to her.
0: That's working. Right. I'm just, and Like I said, you work in a hospital, so you come in in contact with a lot of things. Like, the first thing I feel like you would do is at least, like, strip down. At least if you're not going to go take a shower. Strip down at least. Caught up in a scheduled date night. They actually end up missing an emergency news, Billington. And I had to think about it. It's 2004, so it wasn't like iPhones was really, like, catching fire yet they was there, but they were not like, you know, on it, on it. But I'm just like, um, <clears throat> it's really messed up because you really did have to like rely on the TV and radio for real, for real. Like it wasn't just like all of our phones just go off at the same time and we just see what goes on. But since they missed it, the next morning, Vivian just wanders her little butt up in their house. And when she walks in their room, her face is horribly mutilated. Now, number one, why was our doors not locked,
1: Ashton?
2: First of all, that's not even.
1: So no, wait, that wasn't somebody. That wasn't their kid. No, that was not their yeah, kid. No, that, that was, was neighbor's kid. No. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was the. I thought
0: it was. I thought it was the dude kid. No, that was the neighbor's kid. <laughs>
1: like
0: I understand y'all staying a little suburb, but um, no, my doors is still gonna be locked. Doors and windows. What do you mean? Well let me just say
2: that wasn't even number one. Number one is why y'all wasting water? Because they did not take a bath. They didn't take a shower. They didn't, there was no suds anywhere around. It wasn't even any other the shower curtain. They was literally just standing in the water just, just to stand there. I get one to have a good time, which is significant other not in a shower though, because you might fall and hit your head or something. But at least have some suds first. You don't bend to work. You want to get a little clean. She literally was just nasty. She let the water run on I me.
1: Mean, do you know that they gave so. grief? Do you know they gave Snyder grief over the shower scene because they were like, "No one really kisses in the shower." And I don't know about y'all, but when I had my little shower time with my boo, we kissed in the shower. You should have just seen the face I made. I was like, "Wait a minute, y'all don't do that." Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I was, I was like, like, "What?" I think this is confusing. Right?
2: right. I am confusion. Yeah, You're like supposed how, to do something. Just y'all just do it. You just tell to turn around yeah. and just get it from the back. So that's all that this sounds like to me. Because there's there's, there's like, no damn, kissing, there's no face much? to face interaction. Right. Mm-hmm. They didn't want no lubrication. They said the water was the lubrication. No, it oh, don't, like, work it's like it's don't work like not how I that. Not. Work. Yeah, don't work that.
1: Yeah.
0: So when Vivian comes in, and like I said, y'all, like her face, 12 year old me was floored. And like I said, this is the opening scene. I was ready to go. I was done with my mom. Like, girl, why did you put me through this? But Lewis approaches her to see what's wrong. And she just off rip, rips the skin off of his neck. Anna locked Vivian out the room like she threw that little girl out the room and first of all when I seen her jump up and run towards that door I said oh this little girl she got wrote a beat like oh hell no zombie kids are creepy like first of all all of them are creepy zombie kids they just get an extra leg up because they ain't get look no brain no pain okay look they don't care and you know little kids don't care already so they probably really was on one but Lewis ends up going into shock on the bed. Y'all know Anna a nurse, so it's kind of like a clutch situation because she's trying to help him. She's trying to call the police, but that doesn't work. There's no connection. And you know, as she keeps trying, Lewis just gets up, and we see him in the background. We just like, oh wait a minute, what's going on? This dude is infected, and he immediately goes after Anna. And I'm just like, wait a minute now. When she runs in this bathroom, shout out. To the stunt double because when she knocked her head up on that bathroom wall, baby, that was brutal. I thought she was gonna knock herself out.
1: Yeah, she hit that bathtub hard as fuck. I what she did. I
2: was like, baby, is
1: you all right?
2: Like you don't let the shower get you and your husband didn't. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you funny. <laughs> I was just like, you know how sometimes when something happens on screen and you can feel it yourself? Yeah. That was one of them moments. So she ends up escaping because, thank the Lord, she had a window in her bathroom. Because if she didn't, she is going to be chopped liver, honey. But she flees in her car, drives away, seeing all the chaos around the neighborhood. Its houses on fire. There are zombies attacking the neighbors. One of her neighbors that held her at gunpoint just got ran over by an ambulance, the Final Destination style. I was just like this is crazy so you know Lewis comes chasing her this is when she really gets in the car and this is when we so we seen with Vivian we you know we saw her come towards the door but when we're with Lewis and he's chasing her and she's in the car driving we see that these some new zombies and these mofos run fast like listen to this y'all remember that even Stevens episode when Donnie got that scholarship, Because he can run, like, as fast as the car that was going 40 miles per hour. That's how these zombies is. Just imagine these zombies coming at
2: you.
1: I'd be terrified.
2: They didn't have no limiters. They was gone. This is how how fast you ascribe to be. As fast as these zombies. This is what you need to look out for. So as Anna takes off, she's like, it's all
0: this chaos going on. And this is one badass opening scene. I think I've said that, like, five times already. But I just cannot get over it especially like when she pulls up to the bus and you see that lady getting torn up I was just like oh my god this is too much that white man tried to steal her car I'm first of all first of all honey honey rewind why, did, why was your car door unlocked the first thing I do when I get in my car before I even put my seatbelt on is lock the car
1: see I got that that good car you get in, doors locked well i mean yeah <laughs> you still, drive a couple feet
0: yeah like soon as you yes but still my doors are locked why were
2: your doors not locked that's the problem with our good sis she was doing a lot of looking and not a lot of getting the fuck up out of there because yes. everything she was sightseeing through it. everything i'm like baby if you see the world's going to shit yes. literally in front of you in front of you run and if you can't run you got car get it and drive but you're not driving you literally going slow you just Oh, let me look down the street. No, ma'am, I am going as fast as this car can take me. I am swerving. You might as well play a little ludicrous in here because I'm gone. <laughs> Literally, I Boom. am gone. Get out the way. That's my hey, yo, look.
0: That is perfect driving to work music. Okay. I am any actually driving anywhere. Just turn that track on when you got somewhere to go and trust me, you are going to get there. So look, she's rolling through the city, right? And the intro scene rolls, man, we seeing riots. We seeing war. We seeing, like, it's just the human civilization is just going to shit, okay? It's just, it's going down. So Anna ends up crashing, and she ends up getting out her car and literally looks up, gun in her face, and it's nobody else but Sergeant Kenneth Hall, who, you know, I mentioned earlier, his character's name is an homage to Ken Forey, who was in the original, but He's trying to get to his brother that's in the next town over. And then they walk through. We meet the rest of our main characters. We get Michael, who's a salesman at Best Buy, petty, trigger-happy criminal Andre, and his pregnant wife, Luda. I was just talking about Luda. Look, see, look, full circle. Here we go. So they join forces and, you know, they all end up going to the mall when they get in there, it's locked. They got to break up in there. And this is where we get another taste of the zombies. And one thing I didn't mention earlier, I love that if you notice like the first zombie that run towards them doesn't have an arm, they really used real amputees for most of the zombies, well not most, for some of the zombies. Like there's the guy that doesn't have an arm and then later on we have like a legless zombie. And seeing the way they had them like work in the documentary is so crazy especially the other one I'll tell you guys a little bit about that one later but they end up getting in thank the lord because our movie would have been over if they didn't but Michael ends up getting attacked by a zombified janitor while Kenneth Anna and Luda are attacked by a zombified security guard who scratches Luda? And even though Kenneth does get badly injured, he's not, like, scratched or bitten. But Anna ends up popping them with a shotgun, but, like, only in, like, the chest. So the zombie's not actually dead yet. I thought she got bit.
2: She got scratched.
1: I could have sworn she got bit. And
2: she, she covered that scratch up. Smooth as hell. It was like she knew her zombie lord. She's like, oh, let me just go ahead and cover this.
0: Okay, daughter. let me just act like this ain't even him. Let me just slide it down there continuing to look through the mall they're confronted by three security guards cj bart and terry who end up making them surrender their weapons in exchange for a refuge first of all cj is a whole butthole like first of all you did not have to call kenneth shack that's racist they don't even look alike what are you doing anyway they're in a security booth and this is when we get our savini cameo if y'all didn't peep that's tom savini as the police officer who's Also in the Dawn of the Dead, uh, not remake, original, excuse me. We have a few cameos from characters in the original. Y'all know, of course, I get y'all. But anyway, he's doing a little police report. And honestly... His is the funniest, especially if you watch the documentary and you see like the whole take versus just the little clips that we show you. I'm like, I can tell that he had just had a good time doing this. But we also get a report from Scott Rainer, who once again was in the original movie. So after the three guards are faced with, you know, having to pop one of their own in the head because they go back to the front and see that the other dude is just twitching in the little pool. They end up going to the roof where they find another survivor, Andy, who's stranded all alone in his gun store across the lot. And they're communicating by like whiteboard. It's kind of really cool how they do it. But then to add insult to injury, there's a rescue helicopter that just flies right over them and they don't even see it. And it just passes them by. And at this point, I would just be like, you know what? Like,
1: I just feel like we fucked. First of all, CJ got on my nerves because who cares about stealing shit doing a zombie apocalypse?
0: And I mean, you and all anyway, so what like, what do you think is about to the
1: happen? world is ending. People who own this shit probably dead at this point. You just gotta do what you gotta do to survive. Like, what? You're not
0: even getting paid.
2: You know what? Let exactly. this man do his job. He, is, he has one purpose in life and that is top fight security of the world. That's all he got. He gotta make sure don't shit get so That's all he got. He ain't got his family. He ain't got his friends. He just got his job. Well, technically, he just got the uniform. You know that gives him power. It makes him feel happy. It's- Black. I would have shot his ass if it was me. I'm not gonna lie. i be like, oh, okay, see? and just knocked his ass, knocked his little block off and like let's go on about our business. And see, I, I was like, have he made
1: could it get off the. He should have got pushed off the roof at that point. He off. Oh the wow, y'all violent. You're right,
2: him and old buddy would have been gone. i have been like, bye bye. Y'all bye. real I'll, violent. See you, I'll see you, scoffing i'm sorry you know i'm the best anti-hero that exists (laughs) (laughs) then we get
0: our last cameo from the original movie ken Forey. i've been saying his name like 20 times throughout the whole thing but he's a televangelist deeming us all to hell i was just like dang when i was watching it, i was really looking at him i'm like damn why you gotta like do me like this like i mean you probably sand too my guy but i mean whatever Anyway, the next day, a delivery truck carrying some more survivors enters the lot. And first of all, let me tell you something. Norma was whipping the F out of this truck, okay? Did y'all see how she was driving through this parking lot knocking them zombies
2: out? She was whipping. She knew how to hit that in reverse. She was gone. She, she knows how to drive a truck. I trust her. If it's time to get away in a zombie apocalypse, I'm calling her
0: listen okay i'll actually like people like that she just want to smoke her cigarette and mind her business you can roll with me okay so the only people who got a problem with it of course is cj and bart they want to like they like they can't come up in here we don't know these people which i mean they do got a point but it ends up resorting in the other crew of michael anna kenneth luda and andre de-arming them and first of all okay so when CJ pulls out a gun and, like, tries to, like, you know, he's trying to, like, big up on everybody, Michael immediately just shuts up, like, whatever you want, dog. But then I also love that he's the one to, like, initiate the disarming.
2: It's the quiet ones.
1: He just needs to go off the roof.
2: They always get you in, it's it. But, yeah, he, he should have died then. Ah, they had him alone. They had him alive for way too long. I'm not going to lie.
0: But I mean, like, at the same time, you know it's coming. Come on now. You knew. But our newcomers include, as I mentioned before, Norma, Steve Marcus, Tucker, Monica, Glenn, Frank, and his daughter, Nicole. Hit with the realization that, you know, his brother probably didn't survive. Kenneth goes on the roof. And this is really where the relationship between him and Andy start. Like, it's kind of really cute. They're like playing chess with each other. They're playing all these games, talking on the whiteboard. You know, you just got yourself a little friend. So there's another woman that also comes up in here. And they say when they saved her, she was like walking fine. She just was like a little wounded. But when they bring her up in this mall, honey is in a wheelbarrow. And she looks like, she's two seconds away from death. I'm like, why did y'all bring her up in here?
1: And why are y'all wheeling her in a wheelbarrow? That's what took me out. The fact that they was wheeling her ass in a wheelbarrow.
2: I couldn't leave her behind.
0: I'm just saying, she was a sneeze away from meeting Jesus. But I do want to say that this character was actually played by a guy. What?
2: Yeah. <laughs> It's a guy. You should have seen the way. You should have seen the way in my head just turned to the screen to look right. I'm like, what? <laughs> really? Yeah.
0: Like they said, they actually had like kind of a hard time trying to get the look. So it does because they couldn't really find a woman that fit that bill. But they was like, we also really don't know if we want to use a woman. You know, a lot of times in horror, they'll have men play female characters just because of their facial features or how their body is stacked to make it look a certain way so that's what they deal with this guy and it actually worked because you could have fooled me
1: i was actually mad that they were drinking aquafina in, in this movie they might as well have just die right then and there drinking that shit i
0: mean i'd rather drink aquafina than dasani i have
2: to agree dasani can go too dasani no nah, look dasani is still on the shelves right now and that's why mississippi right now and they no. aquafina's fine you could drink aquafina
0: That's why I'm like, I'd rather drink the Aquafina than the Dasani. If you hand me Dasani, I'm throwing it back.
2: Baby, you might as well go ahead and drink out
1: the river. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) Anna ends up draping the woman in cloth because, you know, like I said, she was two seconds away from death and she ended up dying. But quickly, the woman reanimates and charges after her. First of all, let's just talk about how the little security guard, I believe it was Terry, just dipped. I'm like,
2: why are you here? This is not in his job description. He did not sign up for this. And he he doesn't have to be there. He it. Like I would've. I'm just lying. I wouldn't have been there in the first place. I would have killed her. Oh. But um. <laughs> but yeah.
0: This is when Anna theorizes with the group that the disease is passed by getting bitten by infected individuals. And, you know, she already seen this with Louis. So I'm like, girl, you knew this was the case already. So I mean, like, maybe she just needed to see it again for, you know, you got to test stuff out, scientific theory. But anyway, when she says this, Andre sneaks himself and Luda away because remember I said earlier, she got scratched and, you know, they trying to keep it on the hush hush. But then this is when they also point out that Frank had been bitten and he might be a potential threat. So after some debating, Frank is just like, you know what, y'all right, it's inevitable I'm going to turn at some point. So it's the part where he bonds with, well, not bonds with his daughter, but he has this little moment with his daughter before, you know, he ends up turning. And it's so sad because she can't even bear it. And she ends up like running like away because she doesn't want to hear the gunshot. That's so sad because also it's Sergeant Kenneth that ends up having to kill him, but so besides Kenneth and Andy building a little bromance between each other from across the street, we also get like Anna and Michael. They got a little thing going on. And then Nicole and Terry, too. And I'm just like,
1: mm. OK, never mind. Sorry. But
0: I mean, go ahead, because you might be feeling how I'm feeling.
1: No, it's not about Anna and Michael.
0: What was it about?
1: It's about niggas recording themselves fucking in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. Oh
0: Jesus, the little montage. I didn't even mention that yet.
2: Wait, you got you got a problem with that? Cause um let me go ahead and tell you. If if the world's ended anyways right outside my door, I might as well get a little frisky on camera a couple extra times before I get out. I see no problem with it, because I already been picked up the lingerie and Macy's. So um <laughs> might as well get fucked in it
0: like Just tommy like, lee and pamela I'm getting on the camera okay let me quit you say it
2: best <laughs> <Rabia>. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh because it's for real like everybody like is doing their own thing like first of all first of all let me tell you something who was it it was glenn that was up in the shoe store trying on the shoes for me i was like you know what that definitely is me he is me
2: i love that he I love that he was living his best life. He I had two shoes on deck. He had them kitten heels.
0: And I was like, you step. I was just like, I want to be his friend. Like, wait, what? What store he's staying in? I'm going. Come on, friend. He an organ player at the church. I love it. I'm going to talk about that in a little second. At some point, something has to go to shit, right? The power just goes out. And then Michael and Kenneth, they go to the parking lot because, you know, it's an emergency generator down there. And at first, really, it's Michael, CJ, and Bart. But then Kenneth has this badass scene. Y'all know we love a badass Black man. And he just takes over the whole situation. You know we love it. Anyway, they get down there and they hear something. And Bart, you know, paranoid. It ends up just being a dog. You know, a little good boy. But suddenly, because Bart's head wasn't on the swivel... He suddenly jumped by a legless zombie. And this was the one I was telling y'all about earlier. Y'all have to see how they had this zombie working because it was crazy. But the zombie ends up fucking him up and he gets bitten. He's screaming. And because he's screaming, the other zombies hear him. So now they know where we all at. And they are, y'all know they run fast as hell. So they are there in 0.5 seconds. And Bart, he just discombobulated, he overwhelmed, he don't know what to do. And because of that, you know, wink leaks. They gotta go. So he ends up getting killed.
2: Y'all, let me tell y'all that zombie. I, look, I have to give him his props because you can tell what game he, what game he was playing when he was little. A lot, what he was doing on the playground. He was really getting it, okay? Because he had the upper arm strength, and he tagged that ass,
1: okay? But um,
2: oh buddy, oh buddy, he a little baby, poor little baby. <laughs> I was laughing at him because first of all, I just shot him in the head because you need to fuck up we get you already gone i don't know why they didn't just end him and his misery because talking about don't leave me baby bye go ahead and trip just stay back here and help give give us the time to run away i mean i don't know what he was doing i mean
0: when you think about it now that he's dead he can join that girl from dairy queen you know that
2: was actually a sad moment for me (laughs) when he was talking about it and oh buddy put in perspective your mama dead that girl from Dairy Queen is dead everybody you know is dead your brother dead I said damn you don't have to say it like that I mean we know (laughs) then the echoing of God bless America is going on in the background he's just laying there I'm like oh this is terribly sad okay oh my goodness That laugh did not match what I was
0: saying, but it was. Oh, it's okay. I do it all the time. Our survivors, they get it. They're with us. (laughs) So while they're trying to like hold off the zombies, the trio end up dousing the horde in gas before CJ uses his lighter to just, you know, set them ablaze. And they're all burning. And it oh my God, them burning looks so good. That's they're actually on fire. Like they set them on fire. You know it fire stunt people, but it looks so good. I mean, you know, just like in A Nightmare on Elm Street, it it wasn't Robert Englund, but they set that dude on fire, too, and I think that's the longest record for somebody being on fire. It might have been beaten by now, but I actually think... I mean, they set Crosby on fire, too. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. You know, they got stunt people to do this stuff. Meanwhile, Luda, tied up by Andre at this point, because like I said, she was slowly turning. They was trying to have that shit, but no sis was looking bad but actually she's really pretty so she looked bad as she could look as a pretty girl but she ends up dying once she reanimates she gives a birth and norma comes in to check on the couple and she sees this and she's like well what the hell is this and on site this is why i said norma would be on my team because on site she pulls out that gun and just Luda right in the eye and Andre is like oh hell no see this is what we're not gonna do so they end up getting in a gunfight and both of them get killed I was so sad because I'm like you did not have to do that to Norma you knew Luda had to die like you knew she had
1: to die like why would
2: you do that? you attached
1: to a zombie and a fucking zombie baby what the fuck is wrong with you
2: that was his family y'all I know y'all already asked him about his family I get it but I'm
0: just like they were
2: already dead
0: yeah, what was you going to do? They weren't dead too? to him.
2: Fuck that. They were still making noises. I know you oh, heard I mean. Luda in there. Rrr, rrr, rrr. The noise she was making. She was getting it. <laughs> and she let and alive. let
1: her get un um attached from that bed or whatever the fuck she was on. No, that would have been dead. Now. He ain't
2: stupid. He ain't, he's Michonne pretty much. He I'm just, surprised he got that gag on
0: thing. her though. Because it took him a second to get her mouth gagged. I'm
2: proud of him. It looked like he paid him to put that gag on her, too. Like, I don't want to do this. Like, baby, if you don't do this, you don't go ahead and gag her. I see you want to have your family. So let's just his go ahead and cover all His family kill at one point. Like, no, were they weren't. He covered all bases. No, because at some point, he
1: might be playing with the baby, and the baby going to bite that ass, and then his ass would have been dead. <laughs> ah! <laughs> well that's why you keep your hands
2: away from the baby so
0: don't, you don't touch his little mouth it was it's was cute but then also how was he gonna feed the newborn Didn't exactly the boy, they might have had a baby store well they was in the baby store but i think that was just a clothing store
1: what they do you do feed that. a zombie baby
2: he lets you eat the mama, of course. He just, like, pushes it on her and lets you gnaw off a piece. It doesn't need much. It's a zombie baby.
1: But zombies don't eat other
2: zombies? Well, okay. Just go get somebody from the hallway in. Next time somebody passed by, I'm going to yank them on in and just feed the baby they Oh, damn.
1: Not you creating a second horror movie. I am not here for this. I am not what here. What a sharp of horror, is it? Just like he, how
2: he was feeding Audrey, too. That's what he needs to do to somebody else no little fit, cut it off and let the baby know and there you go nobody's getting turned yes there's a little bit of torture going on but you know we're not gonna look past we're not gonna see this we need to feed the baby feed the children Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) so the rest of the crew comes in and this is when they discovered the little zombified baby girl and Anna swiftly just pops the baby like i mean you know let it in where it began, I guess.
2: Oh, shot the hell out of baby. I mean, okay. yeah, you
0: was gonna shoot it, but I'm saying it still makes it more sadder because it's just like, oh, well, dang, it's a little baby, but you got to listen to Brittany.
2: Actually, listen to Brittany. I sometimes swallow kids, you know, every couple of weeks or something like that. <laughs> so I ain't got no problem knocking this baby off. All right, I do it. Oh on a regular for my beloved. <laughs> I ain't got no problem doing it for no strangers to send that baby on a stay. Goodbye. <laughs> you are the weakest link. <laughs> Have you Brittany? <laughs> what? What? you know that it happens. You know kids are swallowed every day. I know I said every week, but I was lying. You know they're swallowed. So I don't know. <laughs> Why? Everybody got like, oh my God, it's a baby. You've done worse. You've literally done worse, okay?
1: We got a little throat baby over here.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: It took a turn.
0: (laughs) The group decides at this point, because like I said, the zombies that infiltrated the parking garage, they have to fight their way to the local marina because Steve has a yacht. And they can go to this little island off on Lake Michigan. So you know, at this point, they're taking these two shuttles that's down in the garage, and they reinforce them, and they trick
1: this out to a badass survival bus. Like, and this got, got me little... excited because I'm like, okay, van life in a zombie apocalypse.
2: Where the hell is Exhibit? Because he needed to be there and walk out and show us some damn buses.
1: Like they have the little holes
0: where they can stick the chainsaws out and go nee, and all of that stuff. First of all, I like how the one girl just spray painted teeth on the front. I was just like, I mean, it's not like anybody's going to really appreciate that. But I mean, it looks nice. But once they do this, they also realize that they have to pick up Andy because that poor child, he's over there starving. So what they realize is the zombies ain't really checking for animals. And Nicole has a dog named Chips, which is actually a Stephen King reference from It. But you know, neither here nor there. So what they end up doing is they strap food and a walkie-talkie to Chips, and then they lower him into the parking lot. Andy signals him with a whistle, and the dogs get over there. But when the dog gets in the little trap door, so does some zombies, and they freaking get Andy. And I'm just like, damn! I didn't want Andy to get turned like this. Oh, this made me so upset. But my sadness was quickly replaced with. I'm pissed because why did Nicole in her thin eyebrows panic for that dog? I'm like, sis, they don't want the dog. The dog's going to be fine. Why did you take the delivery truck, crash it into the gun store? And what? Like to get the dog, girl,
1: the dog would have been cool. Because certain color people love their dogs. And You're right. I love Bruno. But if he was surrounded by zombies, he'd just have to starve to death because I'm not dying to save you i'm sorry bruno oh i love maslow
2: maslow is my homie and everybody who hears me talk maslow's my dog maslow knows that i i would do anything for him um it's like that song i would do anything for love but i won't do that 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 motherfucking dog is dying okay if you over there and all of them is look if you don't come when i whistle when it's time for us to load out I love you, Maslow, and I hope that you can, like, scale your hierarchy of needs without me, and you can meet all of them, because I'm gone. Mama got to go. Mm-hmm. Mama has to live. Mama not risking her life for you. Fuck everybody else. I'm not risking my life for you. That's it. It's the end of the day.
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel you. I just, I don't know. I just, I have to, she just, I feel like she just effed up the money. There was a good thing that came out of it. But before I get there, I do want to say I like how beyond us knowing with the walkie talkies that Andy got big, when Andy goes back upstairs and writes on the whiteboard and it's just blood, I like that. Because remember, Kenneth told us that the zombies most likely work off their memory and habit. So I was like, I like that they kept that continuity up. So it ends up being Kenneth. Michael, Tucker, Terry, and CJ, they end up going to the gun store through the sewers. And I'm like, why y'all ain't think to do that in the first place? But I digress and rescue Nicole and Chips, which I just would have left them. I'm like, she wanted to take off. I just would have left her then. But you know, her and Terry got a little thing, so he ain't want to leave her. But when they get over there, Kenneth also has to kill Andy. And I felt so bad for him. I'm like, dang, y'all putting him through it. But Now, back to what I was saying earlier, why it's good that they went there for Nicole and Chips, because we in the whole gun store get all the ammunition that you can possibly hold and take it back to the mall. Okay, so and that's what they do. But along the way, Tucker ends up breaking his legs, trying to help CJ, who's moving slow and almost gets his ass white by zombies but you know cj had his back thank the lord and drags him first of all i would be so pissed if i was getting dragged through a fucking sewer like what the hell is this but you know it don't even matter because they end up getting overwhelmed by zombies and cj has to pop tucker in the head well actually tucker is screaming for him to do it and i probably would do the same thing too i'm like you know what just let this end right now i don't even want to know what it's like being a zombie vampire yes zombie Not so much. But anyway, once they get inside, they're unable to get in the door because Steve was supposed to be watching the door. And due to his negligence, they're left no choice but to evacuate the mall because now the zombies are taking the shit over. So now you have just obliterated our safe haven. And now we have to resort to getting in these buses and navigate through the zombie infested city. And I'm just like, I don't know what I would do. This is a lot. I'm already out my house. I've been in this mall for a month and now it's crowds and crowds of zombies. You would think the sun would have killed them by now because like I said, it's been over a month. But no, they don't die. They multiply. It's like baby's kids
1: in this bitch. I just want to say, I thought the elevator scene was hilarious because you just escape all these zombies. You get in the elevator and it's mad quiet and calm. You got the elevator music going on. And then CJ, dumbass. I like this song.
2: <laughs> and I'm not going to there- Go ahead, Brittany. The elevator is the real MVP of this movie because in the beginning, when they were having the standoff and it kept closing on them, and just kept—it was hilarious. And then this one, it's just like the quiet calm where you know she's just going to hell around, straight to shit, and you're like, "Oh, this is a nice place." I I'm love not
1: gonna I really do like that song, though. I just—I have a question, though. This is just logical me. I don't think they ever made it to the generator to turn it on did they make it to the generator no because by the
0: time when they got there that's when the little thing happened
2: right I don't so know. how
0: did it work
1: no actually i don't know i know they were wait like i know they made it to the part because they like blew up the well they set the zombies on fire but we don't know if they actually turned on the generator because when they oh, went wait. back in the mall it didn't look like the power was back on because it was daytime so i'm trying to figure out if they actually cut it on Or if it's not on how the fuck the elevator work.
2: Maybe it was on a generator or something or an extra little. How you doing that? I don't know. I'm not gonna give it that thought.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I ain't pay attention to that. I mean, I know they was there, so I'm just assuming somebody had to do it while everybody else was fending off the monsters. So I figure that's probably what happened. So of course, since they're in this bus, there are zombies everywhere, including on top of the bus and like I said remember I told y'all they done tricked this bus out so they sticking the chainsaws out Zombies legs is going left and right. Like they just they just slaying these zombies. It's just and first of all, let's talk about Michael, the zombie slayer. Michael from Best Buy. He was doing his best work throughout this whole movie. And I like that from him because you know his wife left him. He lost his daughter. He was sad. He was down and out, but like he really found his balls in this movie.
2: I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Leave it to the zombie apocalypse for you to find your true calling. He thought that he was supposed to work a nine to five going through different electronic stores, to selling parts. But really, he was supposed to be killing zombies. And that's who he truly is.
0: I love that for him. I'm so proud of you, Michael. You do that. But Anna ends up telling Kenneth to take this hard left, which causes Glenn to lose control of a chainsaw. And oh my God, he accidentally kills Monica. The chainsaw goes straight into the left side of her body and down dang to like her belly button. Do y'all
1: know how pissed? Girl, this is the only time in this movie I was like, <gasps> because I was not expecting him to saw her in half like that. I was just that
2: was a waste of good titties. <laughs> it's a waste. <laughs> oh oh well. <wow. laughs>
0: He also ends up dying when the bus crashes because you know they can't see the blood splattered everywhere and Kenneth didn't see nothing so you know everything just went to shit but having survived Steve abandons Kenneth and Terry just seconds before he's actually ambushed himself and killed by the same zombie that was like still clinging onto the bus that made the whole crash happen in the first place. The others within the other bus they pull over to pick up Kenneth and Terry before you know Z- uh before you know steve pops out and is swiftly killed by anna because remember at the beginning of the movie he was like if i turn into one of those things you better just pop me and she was like i will no worries and what did she do that right between the ass also i just like how everybody just is a pro at shooting people in the head like you know i feel like we should have should have had like at least three shots where it kind of like missed and then you know we get better with aim because let me tell you something let me take y'all to the shooting range i know y'all not hitting it like this y'all can't be but whatever movie's got a movie
2: they wasn't even worried about the recoil the sound nothing because let me i hear i didn't see ear pro to the first do you hear me Nobody's hearing was protected. Yes, I'm going on that tangent <laughs> because you was yes is a zombie apocalypse, but you do want to hear tomorrow or the next day. You're not gonna be able to run from anything. They didn't protect their ears from shit. I was he like y'all, um, y'all ain't really holding these correctly. Y'all just shooting and going for it. I'm like you ain't accounting for the wind. You just shoot and go. No, baby, this is not how it works. But movie logic is movie logic.
0: So the group ends up rushing back to the other bus just as a horde of zombies arrive. And Anna barely makes it in time to get, hold on. And Anna barely makes it on the bus. But see, you know, my girl was smart because she had to get them keys so they can, you know, because if she hadn't got them keys, they would have been screwed by the time they got to that boat at the marina. But when they get there, CJ holds off the zombies by, you know, he tells the other, "You look, y'all just gotta go, just- Trust me on this one. And of course, he tries to do what he can, but he ends up getting overwhelmed himself by the zombies and has to sacrifice himself by shooting a tanker in the bus, destroying the whole operation. I'm just like, wow. I like how he was just like fucking figures. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I mean, you gotta be nice. If you're the butthole in a situation, you gotta know that this is coming at some point.
1: I mean, I like the character development.
0: Took one for the team. I mean, yes, yes, because, you know, at the very beginning, he probably wouldn't. And I'm thankful for his efforts, but I'm just like, we knew it was coming. As the survivors prepare to leave, Michael reveals that he actually did get bitten and he has to stay behind. So, you know, him and Anna's little fling is over, but she wants him to go. But he's like, yo, like, you know how this go. Like, it's not it's not going to work. So they bid each other farewell. And, you know, we just watch. And watch as Kenneth, Nicole Terry chips, and Anna just you know go off on the boat, and we look back at Michael and he pulls out this gun and just trigger warning guys, and just holds it up to his head, and then we look back at Anna and we just hear the gun sound, and I'm just like, well, that's that, but that's not all. Nope, this one's gonna be a scream, and I'm just playing, <laughs> but no. We get footage from a camcorder that was found that belongs to Steve. And, you know, we see his little how he was living life before the zombie apocalypse. He was, you know, he was living large with. (laughs) Let me not do that. He was just he was being Steve. Just put it that way. Whatever you could imagine Steve being. If you ain't seen it, Steve was being Steve. We also see on this camcorder footage, the crew starts running out of supplies. They run out of gas on the boat. They find another boat with some supplies, but it's a freaking zombie head up in there. I don't know how the zombie head was just alive and kicking, but it was. They finally arrive to the island. And guess what, y'all? The island is in- Zombie with island!
2: With zombies. It's hailing
0: now. And it's like, my thing is, you had to know that other people thought to go to this island and you know you could be like okay well maybe they if you shoot them all you can inhabit the island but the thing is it was a lot of them they was deep
2: they had some bad loud to talk about there's not a lot of people on these islands like <laughs> <laughs> you Just had you. to know you
0: had to know somebody else had that idea i will i guess our only survivor is actually chips
2: him barking is just hilarious. Um, the song that's playing is out in the ending credits of this movie. Is one of the songs that are playing in the beginning credits of um Suicide
0: Squad. I love that cover. I think it's funny because it's like this jazz lounge singer, and even during the montage when it's like, "Oh shit, come on, get up and get down with the sickness," I was in there. I was tapping my foot. I'm like, "This is some banging music," but it's like a cover artist, like. I really like it. You can get into it very easy.
2: This one's, um, I think it's All My Friends Are Dead.
0: I know which one you're talking about. I like that one too. Well, my survivors, you actually survived because that was Dawn of the Dead. Um, I still feel the same way. I felt about this movie when I was 12. That's why, like I said, like me and zombies, it's a no-go. The zombie territory is very less traveled for me I know the movies but look don't you not about to catch me watching them because hell no I'm just telling you but for his first attempt Zack Snyder did that and I think y'all need to lay up off him at least for this don't ask me about the DC stuff because you know I'm a Marvel girl so that's why I said don't ask me about that DC stuff I don't know so that's that that's over
2: there i like dc and marvel and i love suicide squad um it, i do have problems with it but there's a lot of funny parts in that movie that i was just killing myself laughing on especially old buddy um i forgot his name but our favorite bad guy his character in it that mm-hmm. was hilarious because it fit the actual um comic books one Let me look up his name right there.
0: no i was fine with the suicide squad series i'm just saying don't ask me about no dc stuff but what did you guys think about the movie I loved it.
2: This movie will forever have a place in my heart. I will never forget this movie. It scared me. It gave me nightmares. Um, I had horrible nightmares with my family, you know, reanimating his zombies and then chasing my ass down. So you know what? I will always love this movie. Always, because of how it scarred my childhood. My badass had no business watching this.
1: I just love zombie movies, period. Like, this movie was funny in some parts. I got my blood. I got my gore. I was in heaven.
0: This movie got a 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, a 76 on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 59% on Metacritic. Jhane, how many tickets do you give Dawn of the Dead?
1: I give it 90 tickets. 90?
0: oh whoa I don't oh wow yay Johnny I know I'm just as shocked I know it's a few of us (laughs) in the audience that's
1: like I love um, zombie movies like I really like this movie
0: I never like I could have fooled me Myself, like I said, um, this was one I watched really young. It scared the crap out of me. I, like, just was convinced that we was all going to turn into zombies. Everything was going to be over with. And I was just like, yeah, no, this ain't it. So, with that being said, I'm giving this one 80
2: tickets. Well, because of how it did me when I was a kid, it's getting a smooth
1: 95. Let's go, of the Day. Woo!
0: Yeah, no. When I say I am, like, shocked. (laughs) (laughs) at John A's score like I'm still just like oh like I I don't know what I was expecting but I'm just I just know it's a lot of us in the park tonight (laughs) that's just
2: Mm. it's okay I know it's because I was here John A and I know it's because the zombies to run like hell I mean well you can't escape the imminent threat that's coming to you because look none of us track stars I don't think. Actually, you might be the only
0: one making it. Honestly, if, you, if it's time to run, because um, my fat ass ain't making it. All right, I'm like, I'm this is go the ahead one time. This is the one time I'm gonna thank BJ for forcing me to run two days a week. I am grateful. I still don't think I would outrun them, but I might just have like a little leg up. It might be a Michael Cera run from like Zombieland. I do like the Zombieland movies, but it's gonna be a run like that. Like, trust me. Look. Okay, you better keep it tight <laughs> and just go as fast as you can. Cause look, I mean, you never know what you could do until you're scared, honestly.
2: You're right. I don't know how my swimming's gonna translate to me running. So maybe I'll actually be fine. And I'm just thinking I won't be. But we're gonna have to, but you know, it doesn't matter anyways, cause I'm gonna hold up somewhere. I'm going in the trees. I'm gonna go ahead and make some tree houses and I'm gonna live. I'm not gonna die.
0: I see myself doing like a bunker situation. That's the only thing that's going to have, it's going to have to be a bunker.
2: I want to live.
0: With that being said, y'all ready to roll out to the souvenir shop?
2: Yes, ma'am. Of course. You know I like buying stuff. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> it seems you survived. Well, before you go, join us in the souvenir shop so this week i because you know me i don't just like to do it simple and plain but for this one my first one i would like just because i commented on how everybody just seemed to be an expert at popping people in the head i want like a dawn of the dead target practice set so like you have like maybe like five different zombies and like you have a gun but it's not a real gun it's like one of those laser ones kind of like the ones that laser tag and it has the sensor And, you know, you're working on your shot. But, I mean, they're, like, you can have them at different um, angles. Kind of like a gun range, but, like, one that you can do at home. You ain't got to, like, go out to do it.
1: I would like to, well, first of all, let me say, I do not like going to the gun range. I do not like the way guns sound. Yeah, when I went to a gun range with this guy that I used to date, he had to put the gun like the, the bullets in the gun for me because i wasn't doing it he would just hand the gun and i would shoot and i would get back into him when i was done and then he ended up doing the majority of shooting because i just couldn't take it like i just i just did not like it at all but i would go but i prefer to go to a zombie island have a bunch of zombies running around you got room for your life that'll be fine
0: i thought of that but i was like i will save that for another movie so i wasn't gonna mention that but
2: yeah
1: I must say that
2: um, for the souvenir shop, they need to have the vanilla stuff. Um, they just need to have that marketed around somewhere, and like Vivian Shadow on it or something like that. What well, about the lemon stuff? Need like the lemon stuff and the vanilla stuff. They need to make sure that that is available everywhere with Donald of logo and stuff because it's great stuff. I mean, you should try it because Steve puts the lemon stuff in his booze, and Luda got the vanilla stuff. Okay. Oh, you know what? I never,
1: I didn't even peep
0: that. But now that you say it, that is like a good souvenir item. But I think it's about that time. Y'all ready for me to run these parking announcements?
1: Yeah, girl.
0: Yes, ma'am. Here we go. Okay, we was jumping off the month with Donna the Dead. Pop them tags for September. You know how we do. Next week. When we come back, we're going to be going to the grocery store, y'all. Because who don't love going to the grocery store? If you say no, I don't trust you. But anyway, we're going to be talking about The Mist. And I am so excited because I got something to tell y'all about that movie. But before all that happens, make sure you go visit us on our IG and our Twitter. (laughs) at d180podcast. You can also hit us up on our email at destination180podcast at gmail.com. There, you can send us your survivor submissions, if you have ideas for themes, or if you know you just want to talk to us, because I mean, y'all love talking to us. You can do that there, too. So, like I said, next week, we're talking about the mist. Get ready. Before we go, I just want to say, Brittany, thank you for stopping through at the park. Thank you so much for coming.
2: Thank y'all for having me. I enjoyed the ride. Um, I hope y'all won't be back another time because I would gladly get back on again. I meet the height requirements because I'm 5'2". <laughs> Yay, I'm fun size, but you only got to be five foot zero to get on. So I'm glad.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> And on that note, we're definitely going to have to bring you back to the park because I'm sure our survivors love you. So definitely going to have to bring you back to the park. As far as you guys go, my survivors, make sure y'all do y'all homework because we got a lot to talk about next week. But until next time, we'll see you soon, survivors. Goodbye. Bye.